0: Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me the founder and CEO of VidCruiter, Sean Faye. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, man. And we're going to talk about the future of interviewing. And uh, the pandemic has kind of changed interviewing, right? It's been a couple of years now of a lot of Zooms like this one, and- Uh, Tell me one of the things you noticed in terms of like a paradigm shift from the interviewing process that took place during this historic moment.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So uh, VidCooter, just to give you some background, we're a video interview company. Uh, We started in 2009 as a sort of hobby and then launched in 2012. And uh, pre-COVID, VidCooter was just sort of an afterthought in people's minds in terms of like... You know, video interviewing, is that a good idea? Yeah, we'd rather meet in person or something like that. Uh, Our main or most popular product is what's called an asynchronous interview where people record at home by themselves and then you watch that interview later. Um, We also have a video conference product like Zoom. Uh, But the idea was just always like not that top of mind. And it wasn't that much of a hot discussion point. Um, and when COVID happened, then all of a sudden our inboxes got flooded with all these people that want to learn about this technology. And ever since then, we've been sort of we our business dramatically grew. We went from we were forty employees before COVID, and now we're two hundred. Wow! In two years, that's, and, a big, you know, that's a big jump. And that was that forty was ten years to get to forty. Yeah. So and then, and
0: then two to get to two hundred. <laughs> yeah, crazy. that's crazy. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, in terms of you're saying you jumped in in employees, which means obviously usage went skyrocketed. What is the incentivization for companies to use the tool that you provide versus like you mentioned a Zoom video conference? So like, you know, I could just email them a Zoom link and then jump on and do an interview.
1: You got it. Yeah. So, um, the main thing, just to, to to finish the point I was saying before, but it was that it became normal to use video now, right? That's the first thing. So it's normalized the product and the process. Um, So we have two main products. The first one, which is asynchronous interviewing, is like Netflix. So we're not actually having a conversation. You're just watching me answer interview questions and saying, do I want to meet with this person, right? So that's the first product. And that's super popular. There's no real competitor in terms of like Zoom or Teams or what have you. It's just kind of like, oh, this is a cool way to interview. The second product that we have that competes against Zoom is just purpose-built for recruiting. And so you even mentioned it when you gave your explanation. You said, well, you know, I just send an email and they book in. The act of sending an email is okay if you have one interview to book, but what if you had 10,000 interviews to book? Who's going to send all those emails? So we have an automated scheduling system that syncs into your outlook that automatically shows availabilities to candidates and automatically schedules your interview for you so you don't have to do the scheduling part during that scheduling step, we'll capture maybe more information about that candidate, like, oh, how would you like to be addressed today? Is there any other special accommodation needs we need to know? Is there any other things that we need to know in preparation for this interview? Uh, Do you have different language requirements for the panel of which you're going to meet with? Right. We could do that, too. And we add workflow into the decisions of the scheduling activity, rescheduling options, all this kind of stuff. Then when we join the video conference on our platform, your interview questions are just built in here on the side. So as I'm talking to you, I have my interview questions, and I'm rating you and scoring and going through my interview notes and my structured interview guide built into a branded video conferencing system. And it sort of gives you one central place for a profile of a candidate to sit with all of your interview notes, guides, ratings, um, and then the system can automatically survey them after the fact, automatically ensure compliance with the managers. It can be recorded or not. I mean... We have about 300 features that Zoom and Teams do not have that are specific around interviewing. That's just a couple of them. Uh, but it's just a purpose built tool for that use case.
0: Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like it's custom made yeah. for specifically for interviewing. So, um, one of the things I, I heard you say in there is it has a lot of automation. Are you, is there like artificial intelligence or machine learning built into this? Or is it more like if then statements of if you book this, then this happens? um what kind of what kind of stuff is going on behind the scenes that you can tell me
1: you got it so uh most of our business is through automation through you know a series of different workflow stages you could use if then as an example that would be a subset of some of them but it's all human based decision uh, human based decisions and human based configurations uh and also in the interview itself there's no artificial intelligence at this time uh, we find that all artificial intelligence engines that try to analyze the interview or the people or the speakers or the nudging to the interview or analyzing the candidate all create bias or add bias to the process. Their, their value proposition is to remove bias or eliminate right. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. But everyone who's tried that gotten sued against being discriminatory in their process.
0: Interesting. Is there, do you think one, there's a way, do you, do you, not to cut you up, but is there a way you think in the future, because we're saying the future of interviewing, is there a way in the future to make that work
1: better? Eventually. The perfect example is, you know, if you talk to Siri or Google or, or what have you for 10, 15 seconds, what percentage of that speech did it capture perfectly, right? Now go talk to Siri for 60 minutes uh without any, just talk to it for 60 minutes nonstop. And it's not trained to your voice like it is with Siri. It trains and learns your voice patterns, right? So all of a sudden, you have an untrained voice for 60 minutes of talk time. What percentage of accuracy is acceptable in a biased decision?
0: Hmm.
1: Is there any? You know, like, I don't I don't think so. Right. Um, we need self-driving cars. And once that's there, then the technology for AI is starting to get good enough. And even, you know, they, are, they're not there yet. So it's not there yet in terms of what happens. We have other people in our space that are like, oh, we'll just show a clip of that to the manager and then they'll have an idea of that person instead of watching the whole interview. Okay, well, who decides what clip and what if the clip's out of context (laughs) and how does that make, you know, you're getting into Yeah. So what we do in terms of our interview intelligence is let's evaluate at a bigger scale all the data within your entire organization and let's start forming panels based on bias reduction. So let's say that, you know, to use, uh, you know, we're in Canada, so we'll use Canadian political parties, right? We have the Liberals and we have the Conservatives. Well, you know, I don't want to bias with, I don't want a panel with five Liberals on it, and I don't want a panel with five Democrats or Republicans on it. I'd like a panel of two Republicans, two Democrats, and one independent. You know, if we use U.S. political parties, right, or Canadians, liberals, and conservatives, same idea. It's like training people to remove biases is a huge undertaking, and in the process of training them, you're creating other biases where they're now aware of their biases and trying to go the other way against them. Like, it's just – that's – you're just adding layers of lawsuits over layers of lawsuits over layers of lawsuits. Why don't you just – Form a panel that has both viewpoints, right? You know, just do that. It's way easier. So that's kind of the, and then you're not getting into you know bias reduction or creation or so. That's those are the kinds of things that we're working on to make the product better to reduce bias in a structured way, uh, so that the organizations can have interview compliance, which is basically our um, new mantra here at BitGrader.
0: I'm guessing the whole thing is, uh, you know, kind of non-disclosure type stuff i'm guessing like you know you, you have these companies coming in and like there's a lot of confidential stuff happening because this is interviews right these are companies that are potentially with competitors wanting to know what's going on in those interviews i'm guessing so i'm guessing there's protections for that
1: yeah i mean all of our stuff is super secure in terms of like uh we go through tons of different security audits from clients and people okay. and our clients and third parties and uh yeah i mean it, in terms of the data that we have, it's not as sensitive as, you know, the IRS database or something like that. Right. But um, we do uh, treat the security extremely important, you know, in terms of what we do.
0: And um, how can, like, for example, like I've been doing these events lately um, to hire people for my startup. And um, what would you recommend um, recruiters or startups or companies to improve the experience for candidates to um, be hired? To, how do you attract talent and how do you get them involved in the hiring process
1: video i mean it's all video you know i mean that sounds kind of funny but yeah it's it's not just a video interview it's a video presentation a video introduction a video on your website it's like who are we what's special about what we do you know how does how do we showcase that to the world and so they get a video of you welcoming them Maybe a video of different people, what makes you special, and have that person click with what it is that you do, right? You want someone who's buying into not just for a job because they need a job. You want someone who's sort of starting to believe in your vision and group and mission and what you want to achieve. And so adding different videos at different stages throughout your process for the different types of people that you're looking to attract and your goal, that's the first step. Uh, Now, depending on what level of hiring you're doing, you may not need a VidCritter platform. You know, typically people that hire 50 people a year or more would use a tool of ours. We have like eight different recruitment products depending on the kind of needs that you have. And we do automated reference checking and applicant tracking systems and skill testing and all this kind of stuff. But you could just use Indeed if it's just a couple jobs. You know, like you don't need a sophisticated platform, but maybe have them go to your website, have a video of yourself or your team showcasing what you do. Even if they just email you their resume, if it's just a small group with a Calendly link to book them in, I mean, you know, we're all those products combined. But it's whatever works for your organization is how you set it up. But the idea is that we're there or whatever tool you use, showcase your brand, showcase what makes you good, um, and have that as part of your sort of presentation and your sales pitch. Because, you know, right now some jobs are hard to fill. And so you need to engage candidates and say, here's what's different. And if I go apply to 100 places, guess how many will have a video talking to me about what the organization does?
0: Not many. <laughs> no. And, th- and sometimes they make those whiteboard explainers that are kind of generic. I like the idea of making more personal videos showcasing your vision, maybe even like a series of onboarding videos like you mentioned, like, you know, here's our marketing strategy, here's our business strategy, here's our app, or here's our product in action, here's some t- some testimonials, you know it sounds like you're 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 recommending a sort of onboarding package of sorts to get people, you know, interested in your company, your vision and to have them buy into what you're doing.
1: You got it. And so once you have an engaged employee that starts engaged, they'll stay engaged much longer. They're part of the if not they're going to turn over in 3 months, right? So yeah. you don't want that. You're just wasting your time. So um that's exactly the process. It's showcase. We have testimonials from different staff members so I can see different aspects of the organization and what I can expect and the different type of jobs. These are some of the things that we do that are very powerful. We recommend that to all of our clients. And like you you know, uh, we alluded to, one in a hundred companies are doing this, you know? And typically it's bigger companies, but anyone could do this. You could just take a yeah. uh, some of this podcast and put it on your, you know, parts of what you're doing. You know, it's right. uh, maybe a podcast of you being interviewed, but that's the idea.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of um, bad hiring as well. Like, I mean, you mentioned Indeed. I mean, I remember there was a time when I went through, you know, 20 candidates trying to find two and the hiring process was painful. So how do you avoid making bad decisions in the hiring process? That's I, mean, a I, knew, I, know, I know you're going to say video, but I mean- what else?
1: <laughs> uh, well, it's not just video. It's, it's really around what's called a structured interview. And so what that means is that you structure your process so everyone's treated identically. So that removes most biases in general. And if here's one easy thing to do is to start with that, which means like, okay, I'm going to ask everyone the same question. Um, I'm going to. And then sometimes what happens is you do an interview and you think of probing questions on the spot while you're talking to that one candidate. However, you're at interview three and now all of a sudden candidate three got the probe, but candidate one and two didn't. And what happens is because you probe, they give you a better answer, right? So you just played, you know, into the hand of Vine. So one of the things I recommend for people who aren't that practiced in interviewing is do a fake interview with someone of your team. Asking the questions that you're planning to ask, and it with the purpose of finding the probing questions from that exercise. I like that. It takes a half an hour, yeah. and um, then you have all the probing questions for all the candidates, right. and then you're better prepared for the actual process. And then everyone's then interviewed under the same circumstances with the same, you know, same time, same questions, same everything the same, and your rating evaluations the same. And then you can compare apples to apples to what everyone said. Versus the previous scenario where one person got all these probing questions because you got better at your interviewing after doing it a couple times. They're obviously getting hired, but maybe the other candidates were better because you just probe more information out of them. Yeah. Oftentimes, candidates don't realize that they have to tell you more. Um, You know, a certain percentage of people do, but not everyone realizes like, oh, I have to explain these examples in detail, right? Because they just assume that if you've done that, you kind of know and then they don't, you know, because they're not used to interviewing. So the probing is important, but it has to be done for everyone. So that's the – that will be one of my tricks there. Yeah,
0: I like that one a lot because I I remember actually doing that. (laughs) I remember asking the same questions to certain people and then I started asking other questions for some reason when they would say something. And then I re- I was like, oh, I really like this guy. But, but like like you mentioned, the other ones were probably just as good, but I didn't ask those questions. So that's a, that's a very important uh Or tip. better,
1: yeah. yeah I,
0: I like that. So uh, where can people find out more about what you do and what kind of uh, services will you provide for them?
1: Sure, VidCruiter, com. Some people will call us VidRecruiter, uh, like we were joking about before we started. But um, VidCruiter is a video interview company. It's basically the word video and recruiter stuck together, right? Uh, and we offer all sorts of different software technology to help organizations with their recruiting needs. Uh, it's geared around video, but we have, you know, now we have like ten different products actually. Now that I think about it, with all the different virtual events and stuff. And but our goal is interview compliance, right? It's to help mid to large companies have a compliant process that they can be happy and proud of. That it does all the different things that you need in an interview process, whether that's faster hiring, speed to hire. Quality of hire, cost reductions, DEI initiatives, hybrid interviewing—we're doing all sorts of stuff with hybrid now and compliance. I talked about the panel formation stuff that we're looking into and, and moving forward with. There's all these kind of cool things that are moving forward, so we're super excited about the future of interviewing. And and you know, we were uh, the world has changed. So yeah. now that that uh, that interviewing through video is normal, it's just kind of like, well, let's help you go from a Zoom or Teams, which you thought was good, to a interview a, a purpose-built product
0: really you know? love it it's light speed technology today with vidcruder.com love it sean thank you man this was awesome and uh, hopefully if you guys need his service go to vidcruder.com thank
1: you and, jason i appreciate it
0: no worries and we'll see everybody in the next episode hope you enjoyed the episode if you learned something today please support this podcast by subscribing to it sharing it with your friends and leaving a five-star review you can learn more about me at jason where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.